Hello everyone and welcome back to the Small Introvert Den. I am your podcaster Sally Ann, and in today's episode of Did You Believe a Story? As today as not today's, but this week's theme was sprung out by the view of Saturn in 500 years. That was the first sighting. And it was as close as to see it with a naked eye. Today I tried again to sight it. Unfortunately, I was a little bit too early. I would have to be here around in the extra three hours. But other than that, in today's story, we're gonna be talking about constellations. How did they get their name? Now, the origins is gonna be most of them Greek and most of them from the pantheon of mythology. Now, if you were to ask me, you would say, hey, Sally, what is your favorite constellation? Most people would say, oh, Cassiopeia, Ursa Minora, or Ursa Majora. It could also be the Beluga, it could also be the Leo, the Scorpio, the Aries, or the Aries, the Aphicius. For me, it's Orion. Now, the story behind Orion as a constellation, it literally looks like someone drew a figurine of a chest plate, of a cosplay chest plate, and gave it an arrow that points to the west. Actually, I'm watching it right now. And here's to why it is my favorite, because the true story or the story behind Orion himself is very sad, but also very, not heroic, but more very philosophical. So let's begin, shall we? Now, Orion is a demigod before the 12 gods of Olympus. Actually, he was the great, great, great godfather of Artemis, also known as Diana, or also known as Selene. Now, Selene was a... Uh, no, Selene was Diana, and anyway. So yes, he was the godfather of the goddess of the moon. Now, the thing with Orion is that Orion was born as an outcast, even as a prior god of Titans, as he was the son, or a bastard son, of Gaia, and I think of Ares, if I still remember correctly. Now, this story is mostly from my memory, so, yes. Now, if you watch the sky right now, currently, you would find the northeast, your northeast, which is if you see north forward, it would be at the top corner of your ear, you would see Cassiopeia. Now Cassiopeia, the story with it, and Orion to me more specifically, is that Cassiopeia was a blinded girl or a blinded goddess who was rejected from Olympia. Now, the story behind her is that she was actually outcasted in a forest. Said forest was under the control of Artemis. Would you not? Oh, Jesus. I'm so sorry. It's just I am in the roof doing the sighting as well. Excuse you. Jesus. Oh, for God's sake. 
And here's the thing, I bet you one thing, this dog that is barking, it's not even a big dog, it's a small dog. And I know which one, God Jesus. There's a neighbor of ours who have tried to train a, uh, a caniche bichon, and no, uh, no, nah, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it for sure. Okay, anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, for Cassiopeia. That was actually outcasted in the forest of Artemis. Now, here's to why she was outcasted. She was not outcasted by a god, by Zeus. No, 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 no. Or by Hera. No, 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 no. She was outcasted by Aphrodite herself. Now, you might ask me, like, what? What? Why? Well, uh, let's just say, uh, uh, Aphrodite is a slutty bitch that is very jealous of anyone who is considered or who considered her pretty ugly she's like the she's like the regina george of the olympian gods and here's the thing if you were going to consider her in the seven sins of dante she would be lust and i mean unsightable lust anyway story short she find herself being blinded by the arrows of Cupid, then being forced to fall in love with a frog. Hence the frog on her lap if you ever watched her story. But also, she was outcasted in a forest. Now in said forest, there was Orion. Now who is Orion? Orion is a giant. Like I said, a demigod. And not just that, but also he was the demigod of rage and also of mastery of archery. He is the one who taught Artemis how to, how to hunt. Actually, he always had bets with Artemis and he always lost. Each time he loses something. He one time lost even his eye. Now, when it comes to Orion himself, Orion was then given the task to kill Cassiopeia. Unfortunately, he fell in love with her beauty, but then damned the floor that she was on by damning Artemis. Now, Artemis, although he was her godfather, she thought of him as a lover because he trained her, he had... She had that sort of attachment, that sort of romantic feeling, which was doomed to hell because of Aphrodite again. <sighs> I mean, if I speak about her, it's going to be for an entire week. And all the disaster that she made. And she made too many, too many times and too often. So she is going to be for probably next week. So, yeah, anyway. Now, Orion's story goes in, one day he tried to kill Cassiopeia, but instead of shooting her, he shot a deer that was very near to Artemis. Now, that deer not only died, but also decomposed, and he grabbed the skull, damning Artemis and her land. Now, Artemis, as she heard, with rage, she forgot the love that she bared for him. Not only casting him away, but also sending a 
scorpion behind him every time, even through the stars. Now, this is the story specifically. And it is very sad because when you watch in the sky, there are literally polar opposites. And you would see always the stars of the Scorpio behind him. But also you would see the snake above him. Because that snake was actually sent by Aphrodite in the story to kill her if he did not. Now that snake bit him in the arm and the Scorpio bit him in the leg, leaving him stoned to death. Now this is the full story all in all. And for me, why why it makes it very, very sad because if you read the original story written in Latin, and we have the plaques actually, by the way, which is something really cool that a lot of people don't know of. We have the plaques of the story here in our museum where I live. That is very cool. And because I learned Latin when I was like 12, because I was fucking obsessed with Greek mythology and Latin mythology, to be more specific, like Roman, Greek, and also Atlantic Roman, or more specifically African Roman, I I just had to, I just had to learn it. So... So this is why I always like from time to time I would go even if it is like once a month or once a year I would go to the museum and just check things out even though they don't they do not add anything but sometimes when I don't have any inspiration to write and I would have drained all my energy I would literally recharge there hey I'm an introvert okay eh. and so most of the time also I go alone so yeah now this is the story of orion although it was sad but the moral of the story is the arrogance but also the forgiveness of oneself there's a lot of sad stories like this so it's not the first one i mean the story of artemis is all alone very sad also the one of medusa oh my god the one of medusa is just It just makes me sad too because they gave her such a bad reputation throughout history and throughout written history to be more specific. But when you read the true story or more specifically the mythological story that is passed down from the first, that shit is, I'm sorry. Because that literally represents people who are very, very, um, very abandoned by their society and shunned down and broken. Because, and here's the thing, if you ever had similar situation to Medusa herself, I just know that this is a safe space. Just know that I'm not gonna bash, I'm not gonna judge. At the contrary, I would stand by your side. I would be the shoulder to cry on, even if... And I know here the guys right now are gonna be like, huh, what? What I mean is, 
Medusa's story, I mean, I'll just give you a quick recap. Medusa was born with being the bastard child of Zeus. Now, the issue about it is that she was cursed with such a beauty that it would freeze men in their place. Now, at the age of, well, they would say at the age of 13, 14, but I would say at the age that she tried or she started to hit puberty, she was raped by none other than her grandfather and her father, which is even worse. So not only it was Ares, but also Zeus. <laughs> now, the thing is, because it was so traumatizing to her, she became mute. First things first. Second thing, Eta, with the string that she had, she gave her a head of snake, a hair of snake, to freeze all men who ever tried to do bad things with intention. Hence, AKA, rape, killing, murder. Now, with such a rage, she was outcasted from Olympus, but she was also forgiven and also welcomed into Artemis's temple. She stayed there. She was devoted. She even asked for forgiveness for her father. Um, not just that, but also the story goes as then Apollo was given the task to bring her head. He did it as a sport with Ares, Apollo, Zeus, Porthemius, and Porthemius was the one who took her head after raping her, sticking it while cutting her head. So, this is why I'm telling y'all, there are some stories in actual mythology that just break my heart. And here's the thing, I know that most of you, specifically if you grew up or if you were in your early 20s or even your early 18s, uh, back in 2006, 2007, 2009 even, and you read the Percy Jackson series, that's not the actual representation. Actually, that's a very big misrepresentation. There will come a day where I will probably write about it, probably after this novel that I'm writing, which is a, uh, The Blacksmith of Lust, because it's a representation of the actual mythology, uh, Nordic mythology to be more specific. Nordic and Roman, so I'm mixing between the two. But yes, um, I'm literally holding back tears because I memorized that story back to back word by word and ah, it makes me mad because at the time that that story was recited raping women of service was a norm actually it was a mandatory task for men to man up just saying it was also a mandatory task for anywhere as women did not have rights even though there was religion at the 
time. So just let that sink in, okay? Anyway, I'll see you all next time. Bye, guys. Hope you have a good night.